Hey everyone, welcome to Intermission with DJ Broadway Jen on No More Games Radio. I'm so excited about my very first show. I have two guests with me today. First, my guest co-host, our boy band guru, DJ Miss T. Hey everyone. <laughs> and then we have our first guest, Travis Nesbitt from the Boy Band Project. What is up? <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> so I saw your show, the Boy Band Brunch, for the first time on Sunday, and I'm like hooked right now. So <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, like you'll, you're a groupie now. You got to keep oh, coming back. Uh, That's what makes it fun. I will be back. Trust me on that. <laughs> you're not going to get rid of me now. So, um, so why did you like? Why did you start the Boy Band Project? What is it about boy bands that like? I mean, it's funny, really, like, it's like I was always destined to, like, to be this, the boy band guy, you know, because in high school, like, I I went to all of, like, Instinct Backstreet Boys concerts, I was always going to all, like, those are the only concerts I really cared about, let's be real, like, my, <laughs> I would go to the other ones with my other friends just because I wanted to be cool and pretend like I was into the alternative stuff, but I really wasn't, it was all about O-Town and Instinct. And Backstreet Boys, and I was just obsessed, as I'm sure you guys were. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but I also did like musical theater and stuff. And um, so then I went to the Boston Conservatory for college. And then when I got out, my first like real big job in New York was in the off Broadway show Alter Boys, which is about a boy band. And I did that for a year and a half. And um, I mean, it was that was like we were. I mean, we got paid nothing, but we felt like we were like, like boy band stars of New York City. We kind of were, but it was, uh, it was interesting how like that informed that. And then from that experience, I was, I I did a couple other things, a couple tours, um, some other regional stuff after that. But then I was like, I really want to like create something of my own, you know, and everybody was doing these like Frankie Valley cover groups for like different parties and stuff and performing arts centers. And I was like, what if we took, what if I took my Broadway friends and we made a show all about NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, the nineties, the early two thousands, and then just created the show that is just like a love fest on that musical genre. And also kind of how funny and like all of the different like idiosyncrasies and how it was ridiculous, you know, but we knew that. When we were there, that's why we liked it. And um, and then I just started like creating a show that just made my heart really happy. And it turned out it made a lot of other people really happy as well. And that's where we are right now. And I love it. It's so much fun. With light up shoes <laughs> and everything. I know, I know. You just gotta keep topping yourself, you know. I need I need a pair of I need a pair of those. <laughs> yeah, you talked about this a little bit, but when did you first start performing? Was it in high school or was it when you were younger? Um, yeah, I started doing like community theater in Orange County, California and like, oh God, I must've been in like sixth grade or something. I remember my mom took me to a production of Peter Pan to sit sit in the audience and I cried the whole way home that I wasn't in it. And so then she was like, all right, you got to do this. And then I was like hooked. Yeah. (laughs) So you said that the Backstreet Boys was kind of like the influence of the group. Like, so like, what is like, what is it about the Backstreet Boys? That's like, I mean, I would, I would hate to like hitch my star to Backstreet Boys because I know so many fans <laughs> out there are like crazy. And sync is, they're amazing as well. You know, it's, 
it's a little bit like apples and oranges, you know, if they came from the same tree. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because that tree, we all know who that tree is. He made both of them, but they are just so different, you know? And um, I mean, I think I was always into Backstreet Boys first. I just think that like the Millennium album was just so important to like my generation. Yes. And just like, I mean, I put that CD on the other day and it's just like song after song. You're just like jamming out, you know, every single word. And, uh, but you got to give it to NSYNC. Like they are, they are the full package as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a huge Backstreet Boys fan for 26 years. So yeah. I know what you mean with the Millennium album. And um, I saw that you met them at GMA. How was that experience? Oh, I was jealous. <laughs> it, that was the most, that was the craziest experience. That's the thing about this, the show that I created is like, we find ourselves in these situations where we're like, why are we here right now? Like, how did this happen? Because we're just doing something. We're just having fun. Like, these are my best friends. We're just singing the songs that we love. And then somebody from GMA came to one of our shows. We had only done two New York shows and she came to one of them and she was like, Hey, we'd like to um, come and do a little spot on you. And then, so then we went to this rehearsal studio and then suddenly this camera crew rushes in out of nowhere. And they're like, they're like, surprise, we're taking you to meet the Backstreet Boys right now. We were like, what? No. I was like, no, what? And then he showed us like a video of them like saying hi to us. And then we were whisked off to Central Park and we stood backstage for their Central Park um, concert. And um, and then we got a private meet and greet in their, um, their uh, tour bus. And I literally, I couldn't even say anything. Thank God I have really good people that I work with and they can actually do the talking because I was literally like, like Brian Luttrell got this close to my face and like Kevin Richardson is so intense. And I was like, he was like, so tell me about your group. And I was like, uh, like I could not, I couldn't say anything, but they were all so sweet and they wanted to know all about the group and stuff. And we just were like, our show is a love letter to you. So what, I mean, what can we say? It was, it was an amazing moment. Yeah. yeah. Did you feel like you were like on an episode of like punked when that happened? Like, like this is not happening right now. You're not taking me to meet yeah. people. <laughs> it's like no. Every step of the way, I was like my my friend Chris. We were doing it together. We I, we just kept, we were looking like what's going on right now. Like we're on like national TV right now. You know, yesterday we were just like you know cleaning our rooms. <laughs> oh, so um, so there's more of the like four main tracks of the boy band project, right? So how many members are there actually? Cause I know you guys switch out. There's like a rotating cast. It's kind of like Menudo, but not aging out, right? It's kinda- yeah, that's, I, that's good. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, well, it's just like, um, it, and it's always been like that. My, my plan has always been like that it, um, because, because like, I know what it's like to be in between gigs when you're, uh, you know, a Broadway performer and I have so many friends like that. And so instead of like telling them you're mine for the rest of your life, we're going to do this thing. I, I employ people of a certain caliber constantly. So no matter what you see, the show's going to be Broadway caliber, but um, I've got like 25 guys that know the show. There are four tracks. There's the sporty one, the sensitive one, the bad boy and the boy next door. Which is you. <laughs> and they they all like kind of like 
I mean, some people can do multiple tracks. Some people can't do certain ones. One of them is like the really like belty, like AJ Riffy, McLean Riffy one. And one of them is more like the jockier one, obviously the sporty one. Um, so yeah, so they go like that and then they kind of learn the track. And then when they're ready to go, I pop them in the show. And if it works, it works. And sometimes it doesn't. And that's fine, you know, but we like, we just keep it fun. Yeah. And how often do you change up the show? Um, we actually just did um, a little bit of an overhaul because we did a, a year of brunches in NYC. And then, um, you know, it, it, I was just like, I was sitting in my apartment. I was like, you know, just ready to get out there and do this again. I was like, why don't I kind of evolve it a little bit. So this next, this show that we're doing right now, I would say it's probably 40% new material. But the thing about our show is you cannot do our show without I Want It That Way. You can't mm-hmm. do it without um, tearing up my heart. You know, those are just staples. And if you didn't, people would be pissed off at you. Like I actually took, um, I had to take All I Have to Give Out, which breaks my heart because it's my favorite song, but you can't do too many ballads for a matinee, right? So I had to take that out. And the day I took it out, somebody was like, but you need more Backstreet Boys. Where where was All I Have to Give? And I was like, you know, so, so I try to switch it out. It evolves over time is what I say. So like every, I would say every month we add a number or two and switch it out, yeah but it's always an hour show. So we can't like just keep adding to it, you know? And so normally boy bands have like four to five members usually. So why did you choose four? Like, was that like a specific number in your head or was that just kind of like for different- I always knew it was going to be four. Um, A couple of reasons. One, when we do gigs, um, you can make more money if you split it four ways because we do, we do this brunch, we do boy band brunch every Sunday in New York City, but then we can, we also like, we'll tour the country and we'll go do a cruise ship for a week and, um, and then we split it four ways, but it's with four, it's less, it's one less plane ticket, you know, you're, you're dividing by four, so it's, you make more money. And then also, um, because I did that show Alter Boys, I didn't want anybody to think I was like infringing on their property at all, and that's five members. And since, because I closed that show off Broadway, I'm, I'm attached to it forever. And I just didn't want them to think I was, this was anything because it, it, they are both boy bands, but it's completely different. So that was another reason for that. Okay. So you guys opened up for Todrick Hall. What was that experience like? That's another one of those things where like, I was like, how are we here right now? Like what happened? You know, like if, 10 year old Travis knew that this was going to happen. I'd be like, hold on kid. You're going to go through some shit, but then this is going to happen. And you're going to be like, what? Um, it was crazy. So we performed in P town, Provincetown, Massachusetts, um, for carnival in 2019. And, and one of my best friends used to be Todrick's roommate, like back in the day. And he had booked Todrick to headline at p-town we were doing one of the smaller stages he was doing like the big one and he was like why don't you guys go and bartend at his show so you can you'll wear boy band project tees and kind of like get the the buzz about the show your show that was happening the following week so we did that and it turned out one of the guys had actually met todrick before and we were at pizza with him and he hadn't even i think he'd seen a lot of our social media content 
but literally I would say 45 minutes and he was like, so I need somebody to open. Would you guys like to do the East coast leg of the tour? And I was like, yeah, yeah. duh. He's such a cool and guy. He's so cool. He's I mean, cool. really, really great. And I'm here to tell everybody that like, I know there's a lot of, a lot of chatter and everything, but I didn't have one bad and I was, I was with him a lot, you know, and everything was just super kind. He like tagged us in everything. He even like one of, he let us sell our merch at his merch table. And it wasn't really selling because everybody wanted the Todrick stuff. <laughs> and then in the middle of his show, he's like, he's like, all right, y'all, I will only give a meet and greet after the show if you buy a Boy Band Project t-shirt. And we sold out like that. And I was like, wow. That's power. <laughs> I mean, it's just nice. It's so great. Yeah, because he was so, because um, I worked at Waitress before, you know, foreclosed and everything. And so he was there yeah. and he was just like, he was just the sweetest, sweetest. And I've, I mean, I've seen him in Memphis and everything. He's just so, so sweet. So it actually is, it's so nice to hear that somebody else has like a, a really nice story about him. Yeah. And everybody has their, you know, their, their take on, on what's going on. But I just, I, I try to keep my blinders onto my reality and tell everybody my experience. And, and I'm not saying that any, anything else didn't happen, but with me, it was top notch. Well, yeah. speaking of uh, people have really been seeing your show. So I heard that Lance Bass saw your show. So what, uh, yeah, I heard yeah, there was a we were, story behind that. <laughs> we were in, uh, we were in uh, performing in Mexico. It was our first year there. And um this was right before everything shut down last February. And um, he came to one of our last shows and we kind of had a rough go of it there because it was our first season. Nobody really knew what we were. And it's always hard your first time in a market to get people to like stop going to, you know, the drag queen and like come see a boy band, which is just a different type of drag. Um, and, and then... I have, I'm actually friends in New York with somebody who is best friends with Lance, but I've never met him. And then he just said, he's like, Lance, you got to go to the boy band project. And I, and I was like, he's not going to come. And he showed up and, and we were doing the show. We were doing great. And we got to like the fourth number and the lights went out completely black, but the sound stayed on. I mean, it's Mexico. So who knows, (laughs) but so the sound stayed on and Lance is like, everybody turn on your, turn on your uh, cell phone lights. So everybody lit the stage with their cell phone lights. Wow. And we finished the show. I think like three quarters of the way through the lights came back on, but everybody who saw that show came back to our show the next year was like, that was the most amazing experience, especially since Lance told everybody to save the show. Right. Uh, Boy Band Power. So- yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could have been gone so many ways, right? I mean, like, we're covering his music, so, but he was like, yeah, because I mean, I've been, because I've been at Broadway shows where, like, the lights have gone out, and it's like, everything stops, like, leave the stage, don't, yeah, the thing is, that never happens, yeah, and then somebody from Instinct comes to your show, and it's like, people, what I think happens is, like, techies get nervous and stuff, you know, and then, you push a little bit more. As a performer, you have to learn to like, no matter what, even when like everything's on the line, just do what you do best, you know? But For your show, who does the musical arrangements? 
Um, it, it's, I would probably say it's like 60% me. Um, and then obviously we've got some original songs and, um, lately, I mean, because, because I, I do have a background in music. My, my mother's new musical was a music teacher and, and all that stuff. So I have a quite a good, like basic general knowledge of it, but now I'm looking to expand into more like reimagined versions arrangements. So I've been like investing now that we're making money, I'm investing in like, I've got this guy, Jesse Vargas in LA, who's, he's actually going to do a, uh, this is the first time I said this, but like a boy band version of my heart will go on from Titanic. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> So he put, it's like a la uh, Boys to Men, but cool. my heart will go on. It's, yeah. it's great. It's great. Cause I like the, I love the arrangement of a uh, bye, bye, bye. That, that was actually me. I actually did that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, every once in a while I get it. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you mentioned that you were in Alter Boys. Um, I actually did not get a chance to see that, but I do know about it. I do, you know, read whatever about all the shows and stuff. I'm like, oh, I wish I would have seen that. But besides Alter Boys, have you been involved in any other show, whether it be Broadway, Off-Broadway? Yeah, I did. um, The first thing I did out of school was um, the national tour of Mel Brooks's The Producers. Good job. And I was the springtime tenor. Um, where I actually wore a blonde wig because I have brown hair um, and I sang Springtime for Hitler, wore a Nazi uniform. And for some reason, I, when I was, I was 23 and I didn't think I, I didn't think posting a picture of me in a Nazi uniform had like, and now I'm like, I look back, I'm like, why did you put that on Facebook? Like, <laughs> just ridiculous. So I don't do that anymore. But, um, but that was, that was, I mean, obviously it's such a fun show and uh, it's not about Nazism at all, but uh what else did I do? Oh, I did. I I did. I've done hairspray all over the place. Um, I played Link three times. Um, I was just going to say, you Link Larkin? Because you have like that Link. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was really, really fun. I did. I did hairspray with um, Chris Sieber and Patty Murin and Alex Ellis um, at the Kate Playhouse. And then they took the show to Paper Mill and I was the only one that didn't go with it. And I was really upset, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but that, but I'm, I mean, all my friends did it. So I'm happy for them. Yeah. Uh, what else have I done? I did the Radio City Christmas Spectacular at Radio City Music Hall for four years. Um, a lot of regional stuff like Fiddler on the Roof at, at Barrington Stage Company. Oh, I love Barrington. We, uh-huh. went, we went to the Williamstown uh, Festival there and then we were driving on the way home and we drove by Barrington and we saw there was a production of Sweeney Todd. So we were like, let's go see Sweeney Todd. <laughs> when was this? Oh my gosh, this so- was like, I don't even remember. Cause we went to go see, if anything happened on the way to the forum, one of right. um, my wife's friends, Kevin Cahoon was in it. So we went to go see him. And we were just on our way home and it's like, oh, there's a production of Sweeney Todd. So we got a hotel and we just saw Sweeney Todd. Was Norm Lewis, did he play Sweeney in that? No, no. This was, I didn't recognize any names, notable names. Like that was like, you know, at the time. I wonder if I can find it. I don't know. I bet I'll Google it later. Okay. I'm I'm sure it'll it'll come up right away. I'm sure. Okay, so I have a two-part question. 
What are some of your favorite boy band songs? And also, do you listen to other types of music? Um, my favorite boy bands, I really like All I Have to Give. Mm. Like that, I don't know why, but that has always been like, I don't know, this is like a go-to. That and Tear Not My Heart, for sure. Bye Bye Bye, 100%. So two sync songs, right? <laughs> um, I also, I mean, I want it that way. You cannot listen to that song and not have an emotional experience. You know what I mean? I mean like that's been in commercials and every, I mean, like that's yeah. like, always. there's something really magical about that song, you know? And it's interesting when we do the show too, how, I mean, that's why I always have it be the second song we do is because I know once we sing that, like we have them, you know, we, they're on our side because it, I mean, they like, they like tearing up my heart too which is in the opening, but after I went it that way, they're on for the ride with us. And so that's why I can't save it for the end. Yeah. Um, I mean, like you I can see us singing along, but underneath our masks, we were, we were there with you guys. We were, yeah. we were 100%. Yeah. I actually heard somebody singing loudly at your table. I think it was with the, was Amanda. the new kids. Yeah. The new kids on the block stuff, maybe. Yeah. We were, we were a little, uh, we were very into that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, get it, go, sing. <laughs> We were like, can you just do this for us? <laughs> <laughs> um, what else do I like? I really like, um, oh, I mean, there's so many. I really like O-Town. You mm -hmm. know what? It's so cheesy, but it is so 90s. And I think that, I think they're the, that like New Kids is super 80s, you know? Mm -hmm. And then O-Town is like 90s and they, because they only lived in the, they only happened in the nineties. I think maybe they were, maybe they made it to, to a one. Yeah. The only album. Right. Um, but anyways, I love like, um, uh, all or nothing. Normally that's my solo in the show, but I, I had to switch it up. So I, I switched <laughs> up to, um, shape of my heart, which I also love from, uh, the Backstreet Boys, um, Liquid Dreams. I mean, mm -hmm. like that is quintessential saccharine boy band, you know, just like the Sam video did. that's all on a green screen. And like, Sam did uh, a really good job with that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're, I know. We were like, oh, this is gold. We were like, this is gold right here. He is such a clown, Sam. He's <laughs> like, he is so game for anything. Like, he decided that I was going to write our boy band handle on his abs like <laughs> minutes before the show. And I was like, no, we don't have a, a washable marker. He's like, doesn't matter. I was like, are you serious? He was like, yeah, I'm doing the show next week too. It's fine if it doesn't go. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's, he's golden. He's gold. That's awesome to have people like that. Like, in, you know, like in your show and somebody that's just kind of like yeah. for anything. And, you know, I mean, you definitely want yeah. that in a friend and also in a, in a coworker too, you know? Yeah. I've made, I mean, just producing this show, I've, I've made so many, I've met so many like really awesome people that are like now like, Oh, you're on my entourage for life for sure. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of boy bands, well, we've been talking about boy bands this whole time, but new kids on the block, um, your husband got you a pretty awesome Christmas gift, right? Yes. How do you know you have all of the information? <laughs> Who did you talk to? Did you talk to Tamara? No, I talked to you. <laughs> okay. You about that on the phone? Um, did I tell you this? You did. Oh, I did. Okay. 
Wow. Um, yes. So he got me a, a, a vinyl record player and then he got me, oh yeah, that's right. I did tell you about this. And then he got me the very first, um, uh, new kids on the block vinyl album, which is hilarious. And none of the songs are that good at all, but on the cover, they've got like braces yeah. and it's just like, I mean, it's just so cool because this, they were really trailblazers you know they got it wrong the first time everybody does right Mm -hmm. but it still caught on because it was a good idea and they are the original contemporary boy band you know (laughs) yeah I mean when Hangin' Tough came out that was like that was like the album I mean that was when we all like really got it I know that was that was like when my generation like that was our boy band you know yeah no it like it, it was insane. It was so, it was so cool. And that the, actually New Kids is the one that I wasn't really familiar with. I remember like them growing up, but I was a little too young when they were like really, really popular. Yeah, me um, too. And, but then, but since I've been producing the show and I was like, I got to do New Kids. Like I just have to. And I would just do like a little, we would just do a little bit of the right stuff. And then I started listening to their songs and I was like, this is so fun. And I was like, I have to put in step by step. And because step by step is just like amazing. I mean, all of us here at the radio station, we all pretty much came together because of New Kids on the Block, because of our our love for this boy band. And that's pretty much what we've kind of like built um, the station on like that just bond of them so you know kind of like um women project you spend like the love of boy bands and now you have this awesome group of guys that are you know yeah people smile Isn't there something happy? just like there's something so like happy about it all you know mm-hmm. like you sur- why don't we always want to surround ourselves with things that make us happy all the time you know and exactly. so i don't know sometimes i'm like this is all i do now like it's a lot of boy banding Honestly, I'm never sick of it, I swear. I mean, every once in a while, I'm like, God, this is my life, okay. But you're just tired, you know, at the end of the day, like, I love it, so. Mm-hmm. So what are your future goals for the Boy Band Project? Oh, gosh. Um, I've got so many. Uh, I, I mean, like, big picture, I'd love for it to be, like, you know, an international brand, you know, company where we're, like, We've got like a boy band in Tokyo. We've got a boy band in Europe. We've got a boy band in New York, blah, blah, blah. That's long-term. Short-term, I'm actually trying to create um, the boy band project symphonic version. So I want to orchestrate all of the boy band songs to a a 50-piece orchestra. Wouldn't that be amazing to hear I Want It That Way with like, it was 25 violins. Yeah. Just like, because there, I actually have a, a friend um, who produces a, a, an, or, an orchestra in Florida. And they're saying that like, since young people are not going to the symphony anymore, that the, uh, their audience is actually dying out. So they need something like this to kind of like bring younger people to the symphony and save these like, you know, and talented industries. And I'm like, all right, I want, I really, really want to do this. Um, it's a little bit hard because 
with the boy bands, there, um, there are so many writers involved. It's not just one person. And in order to deconstruct a show, a song, like I Want It That Way, and re essentially rearrange it for a symphony and then perform it and make money from that performance, you have to pay them a lot yeah. of money. And um, I'm still working on like a model to kind of like get it done. Um, but yeah, I just think that would be so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like, you know, I mean, when they brought like Broadway stars to Carnegie Hall and stuff to kind of like, you know, get everybody in there and stuff like that. It's been pretty, yeah, it's pretty sucks. So I think a boy band concert, maybe like Carnegie Hall, that would be so cool though. Could you imagine like Carnegie Hall, like this big hall in New York Oh my God, your mouth to God's ears. Contest. There you go. <laughs> hey, listen, I spoke Joey McIntyre into existence at Waitress. So I'll keep speaking this into existence. There's something about that. Just, you know, just put it out there and call it whatever you want, universe or the secret or whatever. Just keep put it out there, put one foot in front of the other and you'll get somewhere. <laughs> really? So yeah. besides the boy band project, are there, is there any other projects that you're working on? Any other like any TV or other type music or anything like that? Um, so the other big thing that I was doing like pre-COVID is I actually, um, I sing for something completely different. I sing with this opera group. It's actually an opera crossover group um that so like el divo is an opera crossover group where they're like instead of like you know um your typical opera singers they're more like handsome younger men and women and then they also sing uh classical versions of pop songs as well as arias and stuff but all in that classical style and um i actually met i was living in london for a year because i got my master's in producing and then um got hooked over there and so then yeah I actually I toured China with them and singing like you know Nessun Dorma and Carmina Burana and all of these like random things which is so, it's so great for me because I started singing that and I don't want to lose that those chops because with boy band it's so it's so different mm -hmm. so I get to do I get to I get with boy band I get to wear all the sequins and we get to do hip-hop and then with, it's called Bravo Michi. I get to do, uh, I get to wear t a tuxedo and uh, sing like, you know, arias. <laughs> yeah, uh. talk about an underachiever, no. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it definitely, yeah. yeah, definitely from the, from the glitter pants and the gold shoes that light up and yeah, it's. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite a, it's quite a, a diversion. And yeah, no, def definitely good, so. Um, I guess, is there anybody that you want to work with, like sing with anything? Like, is there like one person that you're like, oh my gosh, it'd be so great if I could perform with this person? Oh gosh. I mean, there's so many with boy band or like me personally. I mean, any, anything. I would love to, I would actually love to like do um, a collaboration musically with Todrick. Um, we talked about it when we were, when we were, we like joked with it. And he was like, I know we're going to like do a project together, blah, blah, blah. But he's, his projects are always so stacked up. You kind of got to be like, push your way in there and be like, Hey, you know, um, the boys were actually just, they just went to his new house. Cause he got this new house. Did you see on, 
with yeah. this like Louis Vuitton bed. And um, Chris was like, sent me a selfie with him jumping up and down on this like bed. <laughs> but I would love to, cause I just think he's so brilliant and uh, to create something with him would be a dream, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I think we all have that one person where we're like, I would love to work with that person, whether it be, you know, singing or like acting wise or, or whatever and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. yeah. And, um, before I went to your show and actually before I like really like now that I'm like this, like fangirl or the boy band project, um, I, we have a mutual kind of friend in with Michael Mott who wrote your song, get behind my love. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Who's She's actually so coming on the sh- who's actually coming on the show? <laughs> oh, good, 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 good. I posted on Facebook last night and I'm like, oh, I got to play two songs from the boy band project. He's like, I wrote one of those. And I'm I like, saw I that. Know, he always gets mad. He's like, you better, you, all, you have to credit me all the time. No, he doesn't talk like that. I love <laughs> <No>. him. <laughs> he uh, but you know what? He is such a good advocate for himself, and that's what you have to do in this business. Mm-hmm. Um and he's he's so wonderful to work with and he approached me with with our song get behind my love and it has completely changed the game for us you know we love singing all of the boy band stuff but get behind my love is so is written in the style of these other boy bands without being the other boy bands so Mm -hmm. um and then we get to put together these really like ridiculous music videos with them and um and he's so good at like, just like really hitting the the nail on the head with the genre with it, which is hard to find, you know. Um, and 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 he's a fun guy. Yeah. So. Well, speaking of music videos, we saw the video for Space Cowboy. <laughs> that was really just came out today. Yes. yes. What did yeah. you think? Loved it. <laughs> it was, that one was a group, and we were ahead, like, sorry. they were like, oh my gosh, they're like, this is like great. I was like, I told you guys, they're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. It was like, um, so we were supposed to perform at the gala for the Boston Gaiman's Chorus in 2019, actually. Uh, oh, no, in 2020. And then and then obviously that just kept getting pushed back and nobody knew when this shit was going to be done. And then um, and then finally they were like, uh, will you just create like we just like video your you your your guys is uh like singing in like a hall somewhere and stuff and i was like oh no we're gonna do we're gonna do one one step better and create like a full-on music video and we didn't know how to do green screen technology and stuff because we couldn't get with the full production team because it was quarantine so everything you see is just like us like figuring it out on our roof and it ended up being really really fun because I mean, the boys are so creative. Whenever we do a video, it's like we all just come together and we just just like kind of like share ideas. And then, you know, and then it, then we pass it off to our editor and then he makes it amazing. And that's what you saw. Well, I loved the um, the video for Back Here. That was that was pretty fun. That was so- yeah. That one was done completely in quarantine. Yeah. Like we were not even in the same room once, obviously. Um, yeah, that one was fun. That was, that was a good one. Every time I hear that song, I think about quarantine though, which, you know, brings up a lot of things, but I mean, it, it's great to have 
it's been so great to like have the the boys and the group to occupy my time mm-hmm. you know during all of this because it's you know it yeah. makes us all happy that's how we all feel about each other here at the station like we yes. you know, came, up, came up with just like ideas like in quarantine we're like what about this what about that and everybody here we're just so good with stuff like we're just like oh let's just do it like um yeah so miss t over here does the boy band brunch Sunday morning. That's at right. Oh my yes. God. I got to trademark that. Oh my God. No. I didn't know about your show. I didn't know. I know. No, no, I know. I saw that and I was like, okay. All right. That's cool. Yeah. I'm two weeks in. So we just have listeners um, send in their boy band requests. So I have Legends. I have International Request. I have Jackson 5 all the way to like BTS. So, oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Boy band brunch, baby. That's where it's at. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. I, I had a dub- double dose of boy band brunch last week. <laughs> yes, you did. Have you, <laughs> you should have you like DJ live from the boy band brunch in the green room or something uh, like that one time. Yeah, well, <laughs> actually, I'll 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 let you in. Whatever. I had so much fun last week. I'm actually coming again this week. Yay! It's a it's gonna be a cute Mother's Day. I was thinking of like. I don't know. It's so much work to like teach them music, but we should sing like the perfect fan, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Maybe I'll do it as a solo or something just for mother's day or something. If yeah. I think it's going to be a good house. A lot of people think, are going to yeah. bring their moms. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Me and my wife will be there. And we were Yay. like, we were sitting around last night. We were like, <sighs> cause I was just like typing stuff out last night and we were just talking about the show and we just looked at each other and we're like, do you want to go again? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Before Broadway oh, that starts so back happy, up, yeah. Before Broadway starts back up and I have no weekends anymore. Right. No, we're really trying to like it's been a it's been an interesting time just like being kind of the first thing back in business because because we are so we have no overhead, mm-hmm. you know, and uh we can operate on any type of stage and also we can do 33% and you know, we love doing it so much. I mean, honestly, I'm not, we're not really making that much money right now. Um, Sometimes we do, sometimes we do make a lot of money. And before the pandemic, we were doing great, but now it's just kind of like pays for itself. And we're fine with that because we're getting to do what we love and there's nothing else right now. And people are like, you're really doing this right now. I'm like, yeah, we are. Cause this is, we got, we have to persevere in safely as possible. And it is, very safe. Like the hotel has done such a great job of keeping oh, everybody yeah. safe. So definitely. Yeah. I mean, like when we were in there, we felt very safe. We were all, you know, the tables are good space apart. I mean, it's, it's awesome. And like, for as much as we wanted you guys to come off the stage, we understood why you, why you couldn't. <laughs> we were like, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Normally, I think I told you this when I, when I saw you after the show, but normally it's like, we're in your faces. Yeah. That's what we love about the show is like, I mean, depending on the crowd, it's kind of like boy band meets, meets Magic Mike <laughs> because we, some boys are a little bit friskier than others. I'm a little bit more reserved, but that's just that's just me personally. Um, but it's like it's like we're walking through and people are drinking and we're kind of like cheersing with them. And then that's the boy band brunch experience. Mm-hmm. But what you're seeing now is is, you know, the ultimate boy band contemporary experience. So it's it's a. Uh, it's still a lot of fun. Like, oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm so glad that you. All like of it. you make the most of of that stage, which I'm sure you're used to a, a bigger 
type stage. In, in most I mean, cases, yeah, like, and no. But I mean, it, it really does, it works. And it's just like, you don't even, you know, like there's just nothing to it. You're like, this is like so awesome. Like it was just, it's pretty much being at like, like a real concert. You go in there, all the lights <laughs> it's dark. You feel like it's like midnight there or something. <laughs> I know. I think I said, I was like, do you guys have a good night? I was like, I mean, <laughs> like afternoon or something. it's two o'clock. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we played. We'll we'll play anywhere. We we played baby showers. I mean, we've been. Wow. Uh, where we as long as the check clears, we will go there and give you boy band realness. Yeah, even if it doesn't clear, we'll still do it. <laughs> so, if people want to check out more about the boy band project, where can they go? I mean, I think that the 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 best way to find out what is happening right away is our Instagram, which is at boy band project. And then everything that is new is put on there. But if that's not your jam, we also have um, the boy which has all of our like out of town dates, as well as like links to our videos, music and um, boy band brunch is um, at the Yotel Green Room 42 every single Sunday at 2 p.m. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, Travis, thank you so, so much for coming on, being my very first guest. Thank and you. Thank this you. was so much fun. And thank you, Miss T, for joining me because I couldn't do thank it without the boy band guru here. So <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, nice to meet you, Miss nice T. Nice to meet you too. <laughs> thank you for joining us today. As you just heard, we had a lot of fun with Travis. I can't wait to go back to the show. I'm totally a fangirl now. And I would love it if Travis wants to come back on the show or if any of the other boy band project members want to come on the show. Just just going to put that out there in case any of you are listening. And right now I'm going to leave you with the uh, boy band project's original song, Get Behind My Love, and also their cover of Back Here, originally done by B.B. Mac. Be sure to stay tuned to No More Games Radio for all the specials and live shows we have coming up for you. This is DJ Broadway Jen, and thanks for joining us for intermission.